Good people, good people. It's time for us to have a productive soul conversation. I'm your host, Bowie Madhu, handling business here tonight. And, of course, we had to get spiffied up for this conversation because I think some of you guys don't take this conversation seriously enough. So, let's start off right. If you're seeing this on the YouTube channel, all that magic of subscribing, liking, do that. Do that now. Take a moment, subscribe, like, all that, okay? If you're on the podcast and there's an opportunity for you to also be a follower on the podcast, I want you to do that because I want to stay in touch. I want you to actually keep the conversation alive for yourself, right? Because I'm going to continue to preach this productive soul gospel until it sticks, okay? And in order for that to happen, right, you've got to be able to stick around until it sticks, right? So it's a, it's a partnership. All right, so housekeeping, all of that stuff out of the way. I want to break down to you why your daily planner is failing you or how it might be counterproductive, okay? I'm going to kind of use the illustration of your car, right? For those of you who travel or even if you take public transportation, uh, I'm going to use that example to illustrate a point about what you should be getting out of your daily planner, okay? So taking a step back, first, for those of you who this is your first time watching or experiencing a productive soul conversation, I want to give you the foundation of kind of where this came from, you know, what it's all about, and why I think it's just so important for us to have productive soul conversations. So if you think about your journey as a human being, human, human, right, all that, There's a reason or rationalization that you have for like why you're here. And sometimes, of course, I get it. We don't know. We're still figuring all, figuring it all out. Okay. But there's I I theorize that for many of us who are up to whatever we're up to, we've got careers, we've got goals, we've got aspirations, or we're entering school or we're getting recertified. I theorize that there's a part of us that's always assessing how we're doing. Are we making progress? Are we making more money? Are we going in the right direction as far as um, career opportunities? Right? It's just something always going on in the background to assess how we're doing. You get to a certain threshold, you hit 25, you hit 30, you hit 35, you hit 40, on and on and on. You start to think, okay, how am I doing with respect to like where I feel like I should be? based on what I know, based on the experience that I've had, right? We're always assessing. And the answer to that is for you to have your own way of determining if your soul is productive. You deserve that. You deserve to have a standard or your own created metrics that let you know if you're on the right path. Besides just, it just feels right. I get that there are times when you know you're on the right path because, yes, at a gut level, you feel like, yes, I'm on the right path. But I also think you deserve to have evidence, numbers, metrics, indexes, things that let you know, yep, not only do I feel like I'm on the right path, I've got this, 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 and this, and this giving me feedback that I'm on that right path. So the productive soul is about giving you those tools and having that conversation and having those sometimes 
uncomfortable conversations about what it's going to take for you to get to that place of feeling like you're making progress, that you're being productive with whatever your soul's mission is. Clear? All right. Speaking of clear, for those of you who have not tried clear rum, K-L-Y-R, try some. Uh, I am a brand ambassador of clear rum, and I would love for those of you who are in the New York City area to consider sampling some of the product that's available sometimes in your local wine and spirit shop or restaurant. So if you have questions about that, I'll leave some information below for you to entertain yourself and learn more about the brand. So back to our regular scheduled program. Um, our recent, actually, I just need to mention, if you are on the east side of Manhattan or want to travel to the east side of Manhattan, Under the Bridge, which is an authentic Greek restaurant, recently just got their delivery of Clear Rum. So enjoy that with your meal. And uh, if you love Greek food, of course, that's the place to go. All right. Back to our regular schedule program. Productive Soul. So today we're going to get between the sheets as I have been talking about. Between the sheets of the 24-hour blueprint, of course. And we're going to address why your productive uh, soul system may not be working, which is AKA your daily planner. Okay. And you might be thinking, well, my planner works. It gets the job done. I don't know how it could be counterproductive. Well, let me give you that illustration that I mentioned a moment ago. Your car gets you from A to B. When you wake up in the morning, you do everything you got to do at home. You got to get to work. You're going to jump into a vehicle. If you only have one car, you're going to jump into that same car every day to and from. It's going to get you there and back. Okay. If you have a couple cars, depending on which one's down, which one's in the shop, okay, you can switch on. But let's just presume you have one car. It's going to get you to where you are now and where you want to be. What do you do with that car? You maintain it. If it's got wheels that need to be rotated, changed, renewed, etc. You know, engine, check engine light on, comes in or comes on. All right, time to go and get it checked out, right? Car's dirty, take it to the car wash. Oil needs to be changed, get the oil changed. Winter's coming, get the car winterized. On and on and on and on. So, the reason why you take so much time and give so much attention to this car is because if you can't use this car, depending on where you live and how accessible public transportation is, you can't go get the kids from school, you can't go and get the groceries, you can't get to work. Whatever other errands you've got to run, if you need to stop at the Home Depot or Lowe's, got to stop at the farmer's market, that's not going to happen. Pick up somebody from the airport. Mm -mm. Go check out a show. Mm -mm. All because the car 
is broken or in the shop. That car is everything. We take it for granted that it starts when we turn the key in the morning and get to where we need to go and come back. It's everything. So thinking about your goals and where you are right now, what is your car? And in some cases I should ask, where is the car, the vehicle that's gonna get you from where you are now to where you wanna go? Is it just up here? If it's just up here, I think you and I both know that's not that's not the best place. Not all the time. Right? Something that happens within minutes that you gotta just remember, sure, short term recall, great. But something that takes weeks, months, sometimes years to execute and follow through on, you're gonna keep that all in your head. It's like trying to drive cross country and knowing that you should probably get the car like tuned up before you make that trip, but you just say, oh, no, nah. I know what's wrong with the car. I'm going to keep it all in my head. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay. So the vehicle is your daily planner. See that? When it's time to move in the direction of the future that you want, you've got to pick the vehicle that's going to get you there. And that vehicle lives somewhere. It can live in your head. It can live on the back of a napkin. Live on a Google calendar, Outlook calendar, whatever the system is, it's has to exist somewhere. And wherever it does exist, has to be maintained. The same way that I just described to you, that if your car got the check engine light on, the wheel is wobbly, kind of sputters a little bit, you know that something's up. And so you take a take the time to pay attention to that. When it comes to reaching whatever the goals or intentions, aspirations, desires, and outcomes that you want, you got to have a vehicle that's going to move you from where you are to there. Daily. Something that supports you with your focus, supports you with your actions. I'll give you a quick statistic. According to some re research, right? Because not everybody comes to the same numbers. On average, we're thinking 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day. 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those thoughts supposedly are like repetitive thoughts. Thoughts about yesterday, days before, but they're still there. And I'm here to share with you that some of those thoughts 
have to sort of be rethought and rethought, rethought in some cases because they don't have a home. They don't have a place that we're putting them to get them out. Right? So we suffer. Rethinking, 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 rethinking. You don't necessarily need this planner, but you've got to have one or should have one if you're building something that's remarkable. Just some thoughts. You might think, oh, I don't need one of those. Okay. No problem. Just like if you wanted to get across the country in a few hours, less than 10 hours, you wouldn't drive a car. You would take an aircraft, a different vehicle. Right or wrong? You want to speed up the time? To get from East Coast to West Coast, take a jet. Want to take the scenic sightseeing route? Mm, take the train. Want to take kind of forever? Take the car. But in the case of the car, the car better have the right conditioning, the right maintenance to get there. Same thing with the aircraft, same thing with the train. So whatever the vehicle is, it's got to be maintained. And how you maintain and keep up with your daily planner, I submit to you, will influence how quickly you can get to where you want to go. And to some extent, how at peace you're going to be in the process of getting there. So... I'm giving you the, the context of this whole thing. Your daily planner is your vehicle. And it's counterproductive if you have a vehicle or a planner that does not have the features and the functions that you need for you to see clearly daily and weekly and monthly to get to where you want to go. It's hard to drive blind. Hard to drive in the fog. Correct? So if we don't want to drive in the fog, you gotta you have to have a planner that actually helps you stay clear. So whether that's digital or you have some integrated AI situation, have a daily planner that's gonna help you stay clear. Me, I've been obsessed with planners since I could remember back in high school. I think my high school had one that maybe they gave to all the sophomores or something. Or I don't know how I got one, but, you know, it had the school emblem on one side, logo and all that. And inside, it, you know, it just had the little spaces for you to write, you know, your blocks of classes and homework assignments and all that. And I just, I just knew I needed one to keep track of all the whew, tens of thousands of thoughts that were going through my, my brain at that time. I always had 
brain cloud of thoughts going on. And I needed something to keep my mind clear. And you know what happened? As I did this, I kept, kept running into an issue. I kept running into planners that didn't quite fit into how I viewed either time or execution or activities or whatever it was. No planner ever really got it right for me. So at some point, fast forward years later, I actually started to create my own customized planners in like Excel spreadsheets, believe it or not. True story. Programmed them, especially when I was um, working as a project engineer, I created like spreadsheets to manage whatever I needed to manage because nothing in the market really made sense to me. Nothing in the market catered to the way that I wanted to manage and handle what needed to be handled over the course of the day. And I almost would argue that for some of you, you have the same issue. You have the same problem. That's why you can't stick to one. Because every time you pick one up, it's just awkward. It doesn't have, it doesn't show you the, the, the entire time of the day in a certain uh, way. The, if it's got like a to-do or task list, list section, you've got to squeeze your writing in there and it's not enough room. And these micro stressful experiences with your planner lead you to saying, I don't even want to deal with this because on a daily basis or weekly basis, it's reminding you of how things don't work or how things don't work properly. And it's frustrating. And that's why your daily planner is counterproductive. You're having that kind of an experience with something that's supposed to bring ease and grace and flow to your day. And so when it's not doing that, guess what? You don't want to have anything to do with it. Just like if you were driving a car that had issues, brakes aren't working right, exhaust situation is working funny, you're smelling smoke in the car, <sighs> who wants to take that car to work? Who wants to take that car on a vacation? Who wants to drive that car across town or across the nation or wherever you want to drive? You getting this? There's always this energy inside that feels like there's so much to get done and so much to do. Good, great things. Sometimes it's, you know, the housekeeping type stuff. Do the laundry. Make sure you pick up, pick this up at the grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. But there's, you know, things beyond that scope and that range that I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait. And I would almost bet you have your version of the same thing or same things that you're looking out and you're saying, man, I can't wait to finish this project. I can't wait to get to a place where I can blah, 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 blah. So many things swirling through your mind, but you don't have a trusted vehicle to help you get to where you want to go. You don't. And you're frustrated, quietly frustrated. 
because you just don't have any cues or pathways that you can see that are going to help you, you know, navigate into the future. So in between the sheets tonight, I'll give you a quick moment to look at one of the features that really made a difference for me when it came to looking at the day. You might not be able to see it on here, but now you can. You can see, see this red line? See there's another one? And there's one more. Same thing on the, so that, that sheet captures the whole week, but it captures the whole week in four quadrants or four rows. And it might seem like it's not a big deal, but that detail right there was put there because what I personally realized when I was designing this was... It's easy to just look at the whole 168 hours in front of you and just get overwhelmed. Without thinking about it, you just are, because you're looking at a blank page with all these boxes. And I broke it up into these rows, highlighted it with that color so that each person who uses this could see that the day is broken up into four quadrants. First quadrant till 6 in the morning. Next quadrant till 12. 12 to 6 and then 6 to 11.59. Your day's broken up into those four. One of those four chunks of the day, you're asleep. So you can just hash that out. And all of a sudden, now you're dealing or looking at three quarters of the day. When you're looking at three quarters of the day, that's a little bit now more manageable than when you're just looking at a blank page with no differentiation between the hours or the portions of the day. So now, when you look, okay, if you block off a section, even just from a planning perspective, even if it doesn't go that way, but if we're talking about just planning, you just hash that out. Now you're looking in reality, oh, okay, I only really have three quarters of the day. Okay, and then you block out and you hash out. There's that section of the day where you're going to travel, grab lunch, commute, like I mentioned. So travel as in you got a business meeting elsewhere or commute or you got to go from the house to the office. And all of a sudden you start to realize in real time, physical representation form, what you're working with on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm telling you, engaging with your life, right? This is not just about being a nerd and trying to micromanage yourself. It's about having a relationship just the way that you have it with your car. Have to care enough about what vehicle you have to get you to the outcomes that you want. It's just that simple. 
if you're a master at this, this is not for you. But if you're someone who just can't quite figure out why you can't catch your rhythm, can't catch your flow, we're talking. I'm talking to you. So I just walked you through just a small little feature, small little detail that's in this planner to help, help me, help, and hopefully, of course, naturally expect that it will help you and any user to just start looking at their life differently. This is not about, you know, although it's considered like a time management sort of a tool, it's not about the time. It's about managing the life flow. And managing the life flow in a way that you feel you're in control. You feel that you're running things. And that's where your power is going to come from with determining what your future is going to look like. Okay? There's other nuances and other you know tweaks and adjustments. But I'm just walking you through just one little detail that made all the difference for me when it came to looking at a day and feeling hopeful and powerful and knowing and sensing, okay, yeah, I'm about to kick some task today. Okay? So that function, that feature, I should say, breaking down the days by quadrants and having a planner that actually broke down the day like that made a difference for me. Therefore, I included and incorporated that into the one that was designed, which you have the opportunity to get your hands on. Okay. I talked about the pivot so far this season, and that conversation kind of has rolled into now as you make that mid-year pivot into using tools that will help you make the pivot. Okay. And as you make that pivot, or as you use these tools, you're going to, of course, run into the challenges that come with taking action and having things get in the way and having things fall apart and having things come together. And that's where some additional coaching and sort of community support comes in, right? And I'm here for it. I'm here to support you and guide you through that process. But it really begins with having some tools in your hands a vehicle that you can drive in the form of a planner to get you to where you want to go. Okay. Yeah. If you're looking at who's on the back of this, yeah, that's me. Okay. Any questions? Okay. All right, no questions. So it's all clear for everybody. Okay. Again, if you aren't subscribed, to the YouTube channel, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, the audio version of it, go ahead and do that. It's available on Apple. It's about eight eight podcast platforms, but the main ones, of course, that people are familiar with are, uh, I believe, Spotify, Apple, Google Cast is another. Those are the three that I'm aware of, and then the other ones. You can look through the, when you get to where the podcast is playing, you can see what other platforms it's on. Okay. Now, final call 
for those of you who are interested and you need both the planner and the playbook I am right now in possession of a handful of these to give away and share with you but I'll tell you that the competition is between you and some of the collegiate program administrators for science, technology, engineering, and math students. Okay? Because the next generation of engineers, <laughs> right, they can benefit from tools that are help them think clearly in, in engineering and structuring and cultivating our future, okay? And that's a community of folks that I've lectured to and done talks for and trained and coached. And so I am looking to really get the word out to those you know, institutional leaders to support and empower that next generation of engineers and mathematicians and um, technologists. That's my people. That's my origin. I came out of that community. And I know I needed this when I was there. So I'm like, my pay it forward project is to actually give them what I wish I had when I was in their shoes, okay? So that being said, if you're not in that community or you want to get yours before they get, you know, the institutional leaders and admin and faculty members get, you know, their copies of this, um, I highly recommend that you click on the link to get your copy, okay? So I have a handful that are in my physical possession and some that once these run out, well, of course, you can get them on um, barnesandnoble.com and any other of the other platforms that you also see that are in that link. So I, I created just for simplicity, actually, just the Barnes & Noble one. But if you do an open search on the 25 Blueprint, of course, you'll find other platforms that it's on. But get over to Barnes & Noble's and get it. So if you want the free one that I can hand off to you or you pay for shipping, send me a direct message saying free blueprint and it's yours while supplies last. After that, head over to um, Barnes & Noble's and grab one. We'll call it a day. All right. Okay. Last call for questions. Again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow wherever you're hearing this message, even if it's on, even if, yes, even if you're on LinkedIn as well. Follow so that you don't miss any of the upcoming combination of events and conversations that are being had on this particular subject. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And I'll see you guys soon.